This is the truth behind success with your host, Ricardo Rosales. And you can hear me, uh, you can reach me out at ricardorosales.com, the truth behind success.com, and also the Renovating Riches Radio podcast, uh, where we interview other entrepreneurs that uh, are up and coming or people that are actually well established in the entrepreneurship real estate area. Um, a lot of it is real estate, but for the most part, it's not real estate. Anyways, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just here playing around with uh, YouTube Live. And I just set up my microphone so YouTube can actually stream uh, the microphone, microphone sound. And um, I'm just making a little bit of, a, I guess, a test. We're testing it out. To see how it how it um, how it sounds and all that, and I'm gonna go ahead and 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 talk about episode number 39, which is do the work. Um, do the work means just putting time and work into it. A lot of people they they want to get um, you know overnight success. They want to go and 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 make things happen without having to work for it. They just want they just want the microwave success, you know. They want to go and and make it read a book and become multimillionaires or whatnot overnight. It doesn't work that like that. Um, you have to do the work, and doing the work means doing the little things also. So, you know, it's kind of hard to, I guess, to put it in perspective, but. It's things that, you know, things are simple as getting up early in the morning. You know, if you want to, if you want to exercise and you want to lose weight, for instance, and um, you just want to go ahead and, and lose some weight and, and get back in on track and in shape or whatnot, because you got overweight and now you're like 40, 50 pounds overweight. Number one, doing the work when it comes to getting healthier means basically get on a diet. And, and stick to it. So don't, you know, drink sodas or, 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 you know, greasy foods, or you might be on a greasy diet or whatever, but you have to do what you're supposed to do in order to achieve the result that you, that you want to get. So doing the work for getting back and, you know, getting back in shape, like I am doing it right now. I'm getting up every day at five o'clock in the morning. I'm exercising for an hour. Um, actually, it's more like 35 to 45 minutes. I do uh, 10 to 15 minutes on the bicycle. Actually, today I, I push my limits. So usually I do 10 minutes, but I do it at one speed. So, you know, um, I, use, I do 10 minutes and then I get off the bicycle and go do, you know, lift some weights. And then um, today I actually pushed the limits. I got to number 10 and I was like, man, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and push five more minutes and, and get my extra five minutes of cardio in. Um, and that is the first, actually, I, I, I will take that back. The first thing I do is I stretch and, uh, I love it because my son usually is up with me at that time. And, and he'll, uh, you know, he'll be doing this, the things that I do, which is, you know, stretching his neck, stretching the, 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 you know, his, my, my back and my arms and my legs and, you know, making sure that if I start exercising, I don't go do you know, pull a muscle or a joint or whatnot, and then I'm hurting. So he will be mimicking everything that I do. So one thing that I love is that he's actually 
since a very early age, he's putting in his subconscious mind that he needs to get up early in the morning and exercise. So I'm getting up, which is something I didn't do. I didn't have growing up. My dad and my mom and dad were never into exercising uh, when I was growing up. So I didn't, I, I didn't see that. I only exercised when I went to school uh, or in my in my elementary or whatever, you know, whatever PE we were doing at the time. And then after school, I would run and play baseball or whatever. So it, it wasn't, uh, you know, exercising was not something that ran in my family. Like my family wasn't very fit or whatnot. And even though they were looking good or, you know, you know, image wise, they really weren't into getting going to the gym or, or whatnot. So that was the first thing I had to do was um, or the first thing I do in the morning is get up, stretch. And then, uh, you know, once I actually let me take that back. So I'm going to talk about my morning routine. My morning routine is fairly simple. I get up and then I just go jump in the in the bathroom right away um, and Doing what I need to be doing at that time, I read about 10 books of uh, 10 pages of a book. Right now, I'm going through Ogmandino, uh, the greatest salesman in the world. I love that book. I think um, it's uh, it's very simple, but it's it's straight to the point. So if you haven't read it, check it out. Um, Ogmandino, the greatest salesman in the world. So I go and read 10 pages of that book. That, and that book is very easy to read. So um, if you're doing 10 pages, you'll be done in like two weeks probably, or maybe a week. Um, so I'm almost done. And then um, once I read, I get my 10 pages in, I I actually practice gratitude before going to the bathroom. So as soon as I wake up and I open my eyes, the first thing I do is practice gratitude. I don't know what's going on with me today, but I'm going back and forth. Uh, so I practice gratitude. And, and for me, it's easy. I just look at my kids, my wife, and then I go, okay. Um, I love my family. Thank you so much, God, for providing uh, with these beautiful children, this beautiful wife that I have, and, and this 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 great property where we live on. Um, and and I so I practice the gratitude thing. Then I go jump in the bathroom. I read ten pages of a book. That's best chance to do it. You're you just woke up, so your brain is completely in a mode to where. Anything you put goes right in the subconscious mind. So I would read those 10 pages. And after I read the 10 pages, I brush my teeth, uh, wash my hand, my face, and I put on my running shoes right away. Um, that way, there's no excuses on me not exercising. As soon as I put on my running shoes, go to the kitchen, and I grab me a bottle of water. Um, you know, like I have like a little jug thing where where... You know, I just drink water. I fill it up and I drink that that jug first, and then I take one with me upstairs to uh, to where I have our gym set up, where most people have a a movie uh, theater. I have a, a literally a, a gym set up, so um, I don't use it as a movie theater. I rarely watch movies now. If I want to watch a movie, I go to the movie theater or whatnot. So, so I go and and, and get my exercising going. I turn my TV on. Um, I have a little screen and we put uh, on YouTube. Basically, there's these channels where they have motivational videos. And then I watch either Motiversity, which is one of the channels. And there's a couple of other ones that I'll put on and, and, and I'll start watching that. And then I start stretching. 
So once I stretch, it takes me it takes me about five minutes to stretch. I get on the bicycle and then I either do 10 to 15 minutes on the bicycle um, in order to get my cardio going. And then after I get on my I get off the bicycle, I I quickly go uh, do a set of push ups, uh, you know. 25, 30, depending on 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 how I'm doing. I'm on I'm on a push up uh, push up group. We do a hundred push ups a day. Sometimes it's three times a week, or some of the guys are doing once a day, like a hundred push ups. So I'm doing it Monday, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And sometimes I squeeze one in by Saturday or Sunday, depending on what I got going on. And then after that, I start lifting weights, and 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 then that's how I end the day. So I make sure I I continue to to, to squeeze my push-ups in um, throughout the cycle. So, um, you know, I get my 100 push-ups every day. And then um, a shout-out to Carlos Trevino, who's doing 200 to 300-plus push-ups now. That guy couldn't even do two push-ups when we started. Uh, he's lost a ton of weight, and and he's, he's killing it. So, Carlos, if you're watching this or seeing this, I'm so proud of you, man. Uh, uh, and I'm looking forward for what the future uh, holds for you uh, health-wise. So, anyways, we do these push-ups, and then, you know, uh, I finish my water. Then by in 30 to 45 minutes, I should be done. Then I go down, take a shower, and go about the rest of the day. So, morning routines will will set you up for for success. Now, do the work is episode 39, which is this one literally. And that's what doing the work means. If I really want to get to my health goals, I need to do the work. I need to get up every morning, exercise, and get after it. If I don't do it, then I'm not going to achieve my health goals. And, and you know, I'll be basically cheating myself. Uh, same thing happens in business. So if you want to go and and let's say, I don't know, you're in the in the life insurance business or the health insurance business or or the credit repair business, or whatever business that it is that you have to go and prospect people, you have to call new people every day. If you don't prospect people, then you're not going to have new clients. So and it has to be you at the beginning. Yeah, as you grow, may, you may hire other people that um, will come do it for you or with you, depending on, on what the case, you know, how you're set up as a company or as an individual. But you have to get up and dial the phone. Um, and I remember one time when, when we were starting to do cold calling in the, in our, in our wholesaling business, um, I told one of our acquisitions managers at the time, we, he, we were literally just taking in calls from our mailers. And I said, look, man, I'm going to give you the script and I'm going to get this dialing system for you. So you can start dialing and we can start cold calling and be more proactive than reactive when it comes to. Uh, getting properties on the contract. And he says, oh, man, um, I, I'm afraid of that. Like, I'd rather just receive the call. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, why don't, why don't you, like, go out and actively look for new prospects, new people that want to sell their properties? And he was he was scared to death. And I said, look, let me show you how it's done. So I went and plugged in, and I started dialing myself, and I started talking to people. And... And his face was like in disbelief. He's like, man, that was so easy. And I was like, yeah, like, this is not that big of a deal. Let's just freaking do it. So I was leading by example. I started doing it that way. You know, he would lose his fear. He actually never lost the fear. He uh, he ended up um, 
you know, leaving the, the company later on because he couldn't really do that cold calling. For him, that was a problem. So that's what doing the work is. And then um, if you're pro prospecting and people are rejecting you, then build a bigger list. Go ahead and throw more names on it. Throw more, uh, you know, more candidates and, and keep on calling, keep on doing it. Make Do your list. Um, you know, it's that's what doing the work means. It doesn't mean you sit on the computer and you look at the computer uh, and your whatever list you put together all day. Most people, they make uh, the, the, their biggest mistake is that they build all the systems. They put all the systems together and then they don't do the work. They just they just, you know, they just wish something happened by pure miracle. And that's really not the case. Um, you have to take action. You have to go do the little, the little things so you can achieve the great things. And and one, I had somebody last week actually telling me on how they put all these spreadsheets together and all these, uh, you know, bidding uh, for bidding on properties and, you know, repair bids or estimates or whatnot. And I'm listening. I was like, all I'm hearing is noise. Like, I was like, okay, but how how many actually people do you talk to that want to sell a property or or that want to buy one? Like, I, I want to know where you are when it comes to that because all your systems are completely useless if you don't have if you're not talking to people and and prospecting. And his face was like, well, yeah, that's what I'm here for. I want to know what it is what I, that I need to do. And I said, it's simple, man. You just pull the phone out like this little thing right here. You pull it out, then you start, you know, dialing. And, and once you start dialing, you start calling people and then you talk to them and you're done. Like, that's it. That's all you need. Then everything else you got is a bunch of crap that is useless if you don't actually have a lead. So I guess he got the idea. He he, he took some notes down and um, and went from there. So. There is also a saying that says new people cure all problems. If if you um if you're running out of leads or you're running out of uh people that you can talk to, whether it's for buying your properties or or selling you a property or whatnot, just go ahead and you know network some more or or do any activities that will bring those new leads to come in, but you have to do the activity. On my case, I go to networking events. I know there's buyers in there. Um, I go to, um, you know, anywhere that I can go where I can be exposed to people that are either buying houses or selling houses. I want to go talk. I want to go in that environment in order to expose myself to that audience and and be able to, you know, create a bigger list, whether it's for buying or selling. So uh, we do a lot of networking for for buyers because. You know, we the way we market for sellers is either we call, call or text or or we do mailers or Facebook ads or, or Google AdWords or whatnot. So those are a lot of, uh, you know, reaching out for the sellers. It's a lot, I guess, easier from a marketing perspective than getting the buyers um, because the buyers are usually at this all these networking events. Uh, we also market for buyers on Facebook and all that, and we get them in. But we believe in building relationships with the buyers. The buyers uh, are going to buy from people they like and trust. And and once you establish that relationship, it's a lot easier to move any product into your pr uh, prospective buyer. So that's what doing the work means. You know, you go out there, you hustle, you you talk to people, you network. Um, you know, it's 
you have to constantly be doing it. Eventually, once you grow a little bit or you grow big, then you replace yourself through other people. You hire other people that come help you and you give them instructions on how to do it. You show them the way. And, and next thing you know, your company is growing. So you have to do the work. And I'm going to relate this to a story. Um, and, you know, and this is the truth behind success. The truth behind success is really relating um, my personal points of views into the stories that I've gone through in the in the in in my life, and things that I have been able to accomplish, um, and it doesn't have to be anything big. It could be small things. And I remember that um, you know back in my Navy days, uh, we were on deployment going to uh, headed towards uh, Panama, the Panama Canal, and. I got on uh, the engine room. Um, you know, one of the engines was making a weird noise and we had to shut it down and do an inspection and understand what was going on. And we realized that this engine was about to blow up. So um, I was not to brag about myself, but I was one of the best mechanics on the boat. Uh, there were there were four or five that were top notch. And, you know, we had uh, uh, Borghese and... Um, at the time we had Borghese, we might've had Shambling, we might've had, um, Mayers, Gavin and myself. We were, it's like five of us that were the top. Um, and then that, that could actually rebuild these engines fairly fast in a timely manner. Uh, all of our crew was actually exceptional. They all, all of our guys, you know, we had Rabuku, we, we had a bunch of other great guys on the boat. But that we could work, that could work fast and get these engines up and running. It was just a few of us. And our chief, um, Hallett, he came down and said, "Hey guys, we need to put a <coughs> a team together in order to build these engines in between the time we leave Belize and actually the the engine blew up in Belize. If I if I don't, yeah, the engine blew up in Belize. It's just that I was not on the ship when that happened. I was kind of lucky. So." Uh, we had to put a team together to to rebuild the engine in between Belize and the Panama Canal. And, you know, Gavin and I, I remember, were on a team that we were working 18 hours a day and sleeping for four. And we were off the watch. So the, the only thing, oops, the, the books fell off. So the only things we, uh, we were doing was just literally working around the clock on these engines. And literally we had no time for... Uh, coffee or even though we, we we used to drink a lot of coffee uh, or either taking a smoke break. We used to smoke back then, cigarettes, um, you know, so we had to literally walk around the clock. And and I remember in that in that um, during that time when we left uh, Belize and I mean, uh, yes, Belize and we got to Panama, I think I lost something like 25 pounds because I was on the engine room 24 seven. It was like, 100 degrees down there, 110 degrees, probably more, maybe 120. And and we were working 18 hours a day and sleeping for four. So after a couple of weeks, you lose easily 25 pounds. And, and, uh, but the engine was, was ready to go and, and get fired up as soon as we got to Panama. Um, we, uh, we we actually got some awards thanks to that. Uh, not only Gavin and myself, but the kind of like the whole engine and crew. And and um, that's exactly what what happened. So that that's what doing the work seems like. Now, if I want you to take anything, is I want you to to move forward and whatever is holding you back right now, 
go ahead and attack it. Uh, um, that's how we've been able to, uh, to you know, conquer a lot of our uh, of the adversities we've had in the last two years. We're still working through that, so we still we still got properties that we're rehabbing and finishing, and and we're increasing our wholesaling business, and we're increasing a couple of the other businesses that that are related to us. But it's by doing the work. So. With that being said, guys, this is The Truth Behind Success with Ricardo Rosales. You can reach me at thetruthbehindsuccess.com or ricardorosales.com. If you got anything to say, send me a text, send me a message, send me an inbox or whatever. Make sure you hit share, like, and subscribe, and you talk to everybody and their mom about this. Thank you. You have a great day. Bye.